Let me say a word about my philosophy. I know that the world is full of problems, but I believe that we should treat our problems as challenges and opportunities to do what is right and good. Hello and welcome to All Things Judicial, a podcast of the North Carolina Judicial Branch. I'm Chris Mears with the Judicial Branch Communications Office. February is Black History Month, and in this episode, we listen to an historic event for the Judicial Branch and the state of North Carolina, the 1999 investiture of Henry Fry as North Carolina's first African-American Chief Justice. Former Chief Justice Sarah Parker delivered the oath of office, and former Governor Jim Hunt delivered remarks honoring Chief Justice Fry during this historic occasion. In conclusion, former Chief Justice Fry delivered heartfelt words of warmth and appreciation for the honor of serving the state of North Carolina in this position. Chief Justice Parker speaks first in the recording. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It gives me great pleasure to welcome you to this historic occasion. Whether you are sitting in this courtroom in the Department of Transportation Auditorium or in the sanctuary of the First Baptist Church on Wilmington Street, we are honored by your presence. We feel the same excitement that you do participating in a ceremony that all of us know has a very special meaning for the judicial branch of government and for the people of this state. Not only are we installing a new Chief Justice who will serve at the helm of the judicial branch of government, but we are also installing the first African-American Chief Justice in this state's history. Justice Fry's credentials and illustrious career are chronicled in the program you have received. Those of us who have served with him on this court know him as a scholarly, thoughtful, fair-minded jurist, an esteemed colleague, and a friend. Governor Hunt, I commend you on this outstanding appointment, and I am confident that recorded history will reflect that during Henry Fry's tenure as Chief Justice, this court and the judicial branch of government was well led. At this time, it gives me great pleasure to call upon His Excellency, the Governor of North Carolina, for remarks. May it please this distinguished court. Despite a life that was often lived in the face of adversity, and in large measure because of wonderful, loving parents, I don't believe there was ever a doubt in Henry Fry's mind that he was destined for great service. It seems as if he has always known his life's mission. Through the years, he has been focused and determined to pursue that mission, a mission in public service, a mission that is focused on helping others. Today, I am confident that this great crowd that you have introduced, Justice Parker, all of those in the other buildings and millions across North Carolina are so very proud to see him sworn in as the 25th Chief Justice of the North Carolina Supreme Court. 
Yes, Henry Fry has blazed some fiery trails. I described him when I appointed him as the best qualified person in North Carolina for this position, and I believe that. And I want to be very clear today in saying this. We're talking, we have mentioned, and we will again, great historical things that this recognizes. But I want to be very clear about this. I appointed Henry Fry because I believe he is the most qualified person, and he has worked all of his life to become that. That's what we celebrate more than anything else. It's what this man is, and what he has done, and what he can and will do. And yes, it is true that he is making history yet again, as he becomes the first African American to serve as Chief Justice in our state's history. But the history that you and we are a part of today goes much deeper than that. Henry Fry has been a good friend to North Carolina for many years. He has a strong record of public service and a strong commitment to making life better for all of the citizens of this state. He's been doing that all of his life in every position he's been in. He has always been a leader, and he has always led by example. It is only fitting that he now lead our court system into the 21st century. Henry Fry has had courage under fire, and he's been under it. He has had integrity under pressure. He's made tough decisions in spite of criticism. And he has refused to yield to temptations and pressures that would move him away from his personal code of ethics and the rule of law in our society. Henry Fry has a strong, clear sense of values to guide him and our court. And he appreciates and acknowledges the contributions of others as they work toward a common goal. And I know that all of the members of this court will enjoy working under his leadership. Like his distinguished predecessor, the great Chief Justice Burley Mitchell, he knows that being Chief Justice means more than wearing a judicial robe. It means giving back to others. It means a life preparation for the role. It means having priorities straight, and it means service to this state in a very special and most important way. It means doing more to make a real difference in our communities by helping to improve our criminal justice system, by inspiring people to get involved, especially by inspiring our young people. I don't know a place where you can make a greater difference the lives of people, and especially the young, than being a judge at all levels in our system. Justice Henry Fry has gained wisdom through his life and through his work experiences, and he is well prepared for the role of Chief Justice. His mission will continue to be in the tradition of our state whose motto is esse quam videri, to be rather than to seem. 
Justice Parker and justices of our state's highest court. I am confident that this man, with his wife Shirley by his side, will serve with a unifying leadership that serves the good of all North Carolinians and this great state. At this time, I am indeed honored and privileged to ask Chief Justice Designate Henry Fry to come forward to take the oath of office as the 25th Chief Justice of the Supreme Court of North Carolina. You will please place your left hand on the Bible and raise your right hand. I state your name. I, Henry E. Fry. Who solemnly and sincerely swear. Who solemnly and sincerely swear. That I will support the Constitution of the United States. That I will support the Constitution of the United States. That I will be faithful and bear true allegiance to the state of North Carolina. That I will be faithful and bear true allegiance to the state of North Carolina. And to the constitutional powers and authorities. And to the constitutional powers and authorities. Which are or may be established for the government thereof. Which are or may be established for the government thereof. And that I will endeavor to support, maintain, and defend. And that I will endeavor to maintain, support, and defend. The constitution of said state. Constitution of said state. Not inconsistent with the Constitution of the United States. Not inconsistent with the Constitution of the United States. To the best of my knowledge and ability. Best of my knowledge and ability. And I do solemnly swear that I will administer justice. That I do solemnly swear that I will administer justice. Without favoritism to anyone or to the state. Without favoritism to anyone or to the state. That I will not knowingly take indirectly or directly. That I will not knowingly take directly or indirectly any fee, gift, gratuity, or reward whatsoever. Any fee, gift, gratuity, or reward whatsoever. For any matter or thing. For any matter or thing. Done by me or to be done by me. Done by me or to be done by me. By virtue of my office. By virtue of my office. Except the salary and allowances by law provided. Except the salary and allowances by law provided. And that I will faithfully and impartially. That I will faithfully and impartially. Discharge all the duties of Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. Discharge all of the duties of Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. Of the Appellate Division of the General Court of Justice. Of the Appellate Division of the General Court of Justice. To the best of my ability and understanding. To the best of my ability and understanding. And consistent with the Constitution and laws of the state. And consistent with the Constitution and laws of the state. So help me God. So help me God. Congratulations, Mr. Chief Justice. Would the justices now take their new positions? Everything is done by seniority in the Supreme Court. <laughs> the English language has an abundance of words and expressions suitable to every occasion, I suppose. Nevertheless, I have searched without success for the appropriate words to fully express my own feelings today. I am awed by the solemnity of the occasion, 
Yet humbled by the overwhelming expressions of support that have come my way since the day our governor announced that he would appoint me to the position of Chief Justice of the Supreme Court of North Carolina. I thank you, Governor Hart, for your confidence in me, first by appointing me as an Associate Justice in the winter of 1983 and as Chief Justice in the summer of 1999. To you and to all of my supporters, I make the only pledge that a candidate for judicial office can make, that I will faithfully and impartially perform the duties of my office to the best of my skill and ability and according to law, so help me God. Most of you know that I grew up on a farm near Ellaby in Richmond County. A farmer told me that when you see a turtle sitting atop a fence post, you know that he didn't get there by himself. <laughs> I know that I didn't get here by myself. I had a lot of help along the way. Mother and father, who without a high school education, worked hard to provide a decent life for their children. They taught us not to give up when the going is tough. Some excellent teachers who believed in me and told me that I could be whatever I wanted to be. My former law partners and secretaries at the law firm of Fry Johnson and Barbie, the organizers with me of Greensboro National Bank, and those who worked with me through the years in my campaigns for election to the legislature and for re-election to this court. My thanks go out to all of you and to each of my present and former law clerks, many of whom have returned for this occasion and are in the transportation building today. And while my law clerks have come and gone, my loyal secretary and executive assistant, Mrs. Pauline Irving, whose husband is with her today, has remained with me for the past 30 years. Nevertheless, it is not just the chamber staff that makes us look good. We have an excellent court staff, and I want to thank the reporter's office headed by Mr. Ralph White, the library staff headed by Mrs. Louise Stafford, and the clerk's office headed by Mrs. Christy Cameron for their excellent service to the court and to the people of North Carolina. The Chief Justice wears two hats, one judicial, the other ex executive. Like the associate justices, the chief justice hears oral arguments, writes opinions for the court, helps decide whether petitions will be granted or denied, and has one vote. Unlike the associate justices, the chief justice is the head of the judicial system, which we call the general court of justice. While the judges and clerks of court are elected officials with specified duties and responsibilities, the administration of the court system is entrusted to the administrative office of the courts, generally referred to as AOC. I want to take this opportunity to thank the present director of the AOC, Judge Thomas Ross, and the assistant director, Mr. Thomas Hilliard, for their excellent service 
Also former directors, Franklin Freeman, Jim Drennan, Jack Cazort, Gerald Arnold, and especially Dallas Cameron. To all of the employees of the administrative office of the courts, I thank you for your past service. I'll also encourage you to work with me and the new leadership in continuing to find ways to improve the administration of justice in this state. Let me return for a moment to my immediate family and thank my wife, Shirley, who has been my supporter, companion, and inspiration for over 43 years. Our sons, Henry Jr. and Harlan, achievers in their own right, who have grown into two young, fine men without embarrassing their parents. <laughs> Henry Jr.'s wife, Angela who's, Angela, who seems like our own daughter, and our beautiful granddaughters, all of whom are good students in the Guilford County Public Schools, and who serve as a constant reminder that we do have a future and that the best is yet to come. Let me say a word about my philosophy. I know that the world is full of problems, but I believe that we should treat our problems as challenges and opportunities to do what is right and good. To my fellow justices, whose collegiality I cherish, to the elected officials in the legislative, executive, and judicial branches, whose independence I respect, to the employees of the judicial branch of government, whose loyalty I admire, and to the people of North Carolina, whose confidence I desire. Thank you for helping North Carolina live up to its motto, to be rather than to seem. Thank you. Thank you very much. Madam Clerk, will you please bring this special ceremonial session of the Supreme Court to its conclusion? You've been listening to All Things Judicial, a podcast from the North Carolina Judicial Branch. You can find out more about the Judicial Branch by visiting nccourts.gov. If you like our podcast, please share it with a friend and give it a five-star rating and review. Your help is essential to sharing the important work of the Judicial Branch. I'm Chris Mears with the Judicial Branch Communications Office, and I'm reminding you to keep all things judicial. Thanks for listening.